Hey ladies, you're listening to the Her Podcast and my name is Holly Wright. It is November and it is Monday and I'm excited to have a new guest speaker on today. This month we're going to really just be talking about thankfulness and things that we are thankful um, for that didn't happen in our life. So the topic for November is called Thank You Next and I'm excited to have one of my good friends, Abby Kinley, on today's show. She's at now live in a coffee shop. So thank you for being <laughs> on, Abby, today. Hey, how are you? Hey, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm good, Holly. Yeah, I'm to be um, here, quote unquote, live from the East Coast. Um, I'm out here out here visiting some friends and wanted to make time for this. So I'm really, really happy that you're allowing me to. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for being on today. And I'm excited to kind of have girl talk and chat with you because I feel like I now that I've known kind of watched you, I've kind of get the vibe that you're super real and raw so I'm excited to see and oh, hear what you Thanks. have to say today and just kind of hear a little piece of your heart um why don't you tell the ladies who are listening just a little bit about you where you're from what you do and we'll jump in sure yeah um so like Holly said my name is Abby Keenly I am uh from Northern California kind of the, around the Bay Area um went to grad school sorry undergrad in the Cal Poly Slow went to grad school over here in D.C. Um, where I'm visiting now, and, and I now work um, doing domestic violence and child abuse prevention for the Marine Corps down in San Diego. So definitely a wild ride, um, but I absolutely love it. Um, it's something i kind of going with this theme. I never thought I would have found myself, uh, but here we are. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm on the side. I'm a surfer, skater, singer, songwriter, kind of just um, do all of the things that make my heart happy with the people that make me happy, and that's kind of it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so rad. I know I love watching your Instagram videos of you skating. I'm like, this girl. <laughs> My <laughs> the only thing life. I like to <laughs> I only post bloopers because anything else isn't fun. <laughs> I don't want that's you to so see me awesome. doing cool stuff. <laughs> that's cool. I know I love it. I love what you're doing too, Thanks. especially for for work too. That sounds like a, a very intense career. So I'm excited to hear yeah. a little bit about that. Um so this topic is called Thank You Next and kinda like we chatted before we jumped on the podcast. Um, my vision for this topic is really to talk about things that we are thankful for that did not happen because obviously it got us to where we are. And I feel like this can be tied in with relationships, upbringing, um, you know, opportunities with work, travel. We can kind of relate to everything. So I guess my first question for you is let's go back to like high school because um, mm -hmm. I feel like that is a season of our life that really prepared us for where we are today. Was there something that maybe – went on maybe during high school with relationships, friendships that you were super bummed about, but then like growing and healing and moving on, you look back and you're like, Oh my God, I'm so glad that did not happen. Cause I don't know where I would be. Yeah, no, totally. Um, uh, I think a couple things comes to mind. And I think with this, with this particular um, theme, I think most women will, or it, just people in general will be like, Oh yeah, you know, I've been in these relationships and I'm so glad they, didn't work out even though I wanted them to. Um, and I kind of want to talk a little bit about career stuff later on. But in terms of this, I think for me, I, high school, I was very like middle. I'm, I always say like semi-popular. I was like very middle of the road. I was kind of a jock. I was also a choir nerd. Also like in the AP classes, I also did theater. Like I was kind of all over the board, but I would never have considered myself like part of the popular crowd. Right. Um, and I think I always felt 
kind of insecure about dating specifically in high school because so many of my friends dated in high school, you know, that was kind of when all that started to get quote unquote serious, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. And and again, it, I always just kind of felt, you know, in high school, everybody's insecure. Everybody's trying to find themselves, especially right. in the dating world. And it's just like, oh my God, like nobody, nobody wants to date me or whatever. Um, and getting, I actually think that, because I maybe, I mean, I very, I, I really didn't date, to be honest, in high school. And I actually think looking back, that was a phenomenal kind of like thing that happened for me because I was able to learn how to independently build friendships and hobbies and kind of a life outside of wanting a partner, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so now, you know, I actually just had this conversation with a friend yesterday and she was saying that uh, in college she had this kind of really on and off rocky relationship and that she kind of realized she lost a lot of her friends through spending so much of her time um, focused on this relationship. And I think so many people go through that uh, specifically in the age groups of kind of like, you know, 18 to 24, where again, you're young, but it's exciting and it's new and all this stuff. And she was like, yeah, you know, I really realized that I didn't know how to have a relationship and have a Mm -hmm. shared life with my partner, but then also have that independent life um, with my own friends and my own hobbies and my own goals and stuff. And so for, and I shared with her that I was kind of the backwards thing. Like I, used to be upset that I wasn't dating very much in high school or college or whatever. And now I look back and I'm like, wow, but that really allowed me to like kind of solidify my priorities. So when I did start kind of dating more seriously and finding partners like that, I already kind of had that foundation of, okay, no, like I value my friends so much to the point where this is how I'm going to handle this. I'm going to, you know, set time for me, set time for us, set time for my independent friendships and things like that. So I think it was really helpful to kind of shape my, kind of like my relationship priority, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah. I'm not sure if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's good. I can relate to that too. And growing up in high school, I had really strict parents. And oh, gotcha. I used to hate uh I used to hate it and I used to feel it was almost like I was missing out because totally. I was an athlete and I didn't date a single guy in high school just because it was like I was so busy all over the place and so relating that in the same form too just looking back I'm kind of glad because like so much waste of time and you don't know who you are in high school you're trying to figure it out friends come and go especially even in college so um you know I'm not saying it's not it's not it's okay if you date in high school but me personally I'm so glad I look back now and I'm like oh I'm it just saved me the heartbreak it saved me a lot of time absolutely especially in college too. I mean it's only a step up and you're trying to figure out who you are your career and everything else and Dating now is so different. I mean, back in the day, we didn't even mm-hmm. have phones and texting and social media like we do now. So I feel like dating but a little bit harder and a lot more pressure. But totally, um, you, going after high school, uh, you know, going into your career and just kind of moving around, what is something that, you know, give me, give me like three things that you learned maybe from out of high school that you look back now and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that didn't happen. Or I'm so glad, you know, I made this move because who knows where I would have been. What are like three key points that you grew in? Oh my goodness. Question. (laughs) Yeah, Um, this is a hard one, but you can take a minute to think about. Yeah, no, I think one of the the things that first came to mind when, when you asked that, I was kind of, you know, running through my head thinking about it. Um, I have really kind of throughout my life, I've always had these very, and I, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. I've always had these very kind of strict timelines of what I thought my life was going to look like. Right. So right. I was, I always tell people, yeah, when I was in high school, like I thought 25 was like the age of like 
wow, they're adults and they're old and they're going to have children and be married. And I'm totally going to be married by 25 and that's going to be a thing. Um, and obviously here we are, but, um, you know, <laughs> I just had these really strict timelines of like, okay, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a job after college. Right. or I'm going to go to grad school immediately after, and I'm going to do this as a job and I'm going to find my partner at this age. And like, I just had all of these plans that, um, <laughs> just hilarious that I, I look back at now and, you know, and even when things would go wrong, I would, um, you know, talk to God about it, talk to friends about it, be like, well, you know, pray, like, why isn't this happening? Like, you know, I'm doing all these things, make it happen. And um, so I think one of the biggest things I learned is uh, flexibility, having flexibility in right. these timelines. Timelines are so detrimental to our growth and our, our uh, potential because it keeps us stuck, right? It keeps us stuck in this thing that maybe society wants us to do or our parents want us to do or all our friends are doing when maybe that's not what I should be doing at all for right. my own personal happiness and growth. Um, you know, we all have got our own journey. God's got a plan for all of us. So I think being flexible in just the things that life has thrown at me and where I've been made to go is huge. Um, mm -hmm. you and know, almost like not like rushing the season. That's something totally that I've had to huge. work on myself because I am a Leo. I am achiever. I like <laughs> goals. I like plans. I like to do lists. And yes. so I can relate in that way as well as I used to have like, okay, you know, five steps ahead, I'm going to be this, 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 and then 10 <laughs> yeah. steps ahead of that, I'm going to do this. And I used to think that too. And it's almost like I missed the growth right. in the seasons that I was in because you I was so, yes, I was so focused on the next season or, yeah. you know, the next challenge and stuff like that. So I think that's something that I've had to slow down in really is just not rush right. the season and focus in, focus on what I'm doing now and where God has me right now and being okay yeah. with how long it's going to take because, Absolutely. you know, especially with healing, like that stuff doesn't happen overnight, you know, no. your upbringing and things that you um, battle with, you know, that a lot of people don't know is something that I've had to work on is like being okay. Like, okay, this is where God has me. And yes, I may get to, you know, here in five steps, but like being okay with just waiting and knowing that yeah. he's going to take me there and me not rushing myself because I've missed it. I mean, I look back now and I'm like, man, I think I've missed a few things just because I tried to rush the process. Totally. Yeah. It actually, you kind of just sparked something for me. I, I really relate to that as well. It's kind of like that Again, another thing I've learned is that presence in the moment um, yeah. and, and recognizing kind of just exactly what you just said. But if I can share something um, pretty vulnerable that has actually yeah. been so impactful in my life uh, that you just kind of spoke to. But when I, you know, I studied abroad, which was always a dream of mine and it was amazing. I studied abroad. My year was in Spain. Was, you know, I lived my best life, having the time of my life. Um, and back then my career goals were kind of, I was a political science major, but I had taken up a psych minor. And I, I think I, I moved away from the lawyer thing because that's what I originally wanted to do. And I wanted to do something in psychology, but I, I didn't really know exactly what that was. I didn't know that I want, if I wanted to be a therapist or actually I didn't want to be a therapist, but I basically, I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and while I was abroad, I ended up um, being raped while I was there. Mm -hmm. And so of course, like, back then I was like, Oh, you know, you get the briefs, you get the trainings and all this stuff. And you're like, Oh yeah, that's horrible. And like, you know, I'm looking out for my friends, but it's kind of like that invincibility complex where you're like, it's not going to happen to right. me sort of thing. And then it, right. it does, you know, we know all the statistics, one in five, one in six um, men, men and women or women and men, sorry, respectively get sexually assaulted throughout their lifetime. Um, but anyway, when that happened, kind of, as you're speaking of through the healing thing, I really had to sit and be okay with, how that healing process looked and ultimately right. ultimately 
I, if you had ever asked me, Hey, Abby, are you going to be, um, do you ever think you're going to work with sexual assault victims in the military? Do you ever think you're going to do domestic violence and child abuse prevention for the military? Like I would have said, you guys are. Yeah. Um, and after that experience, I, you know, thankfully was able to get, um, access to the hope I needed. And I was able to transform that into a positive experience where it became my career field. And I, you know, I worked mm -hmm. as a sexual assault response coordinator for the Marine Corps for about a year, which, you know, I basically coordinated all victim services. Um, I did a lot of trauma work, crisis, crisis intervention. And now I transitioned to the prevention side of things, but it really kind of informed my entire path. So, and I don't even, I really struggle or I'm really hesitant to say like, Oh yeah, I'm glad that that happened to me because that's right. not necessarily true, but it's like, had that not happened to me, um, I don't really know where, what I'd be doing, where I'd, where I'd be. And it's interesting because it's like, it's just a perfect picture of like something so traumatic and horrible and, and dark and evil that God really, really around for good. redeemed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had to learn, like, I was so mad, you know, for a while at the world and at God and whatever. And I just had to learn like to be trusting in the redemption, mm -hmm. um, which was, you know, not, not easy. I mean, it sounds easy when I'm saying yeah. it because it's been five years now and, and, you know, whatever I've done all my processing and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it, it's a crazy thing to think about for sure. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That's, that's so incredible. I actually saw this quote the other day and one of these pastors that I follow on Instagram had posted this and I'm like, Oh my God, that's so raw and real. It had said um, that God uses your biggest mess in life mm -hmm. and turns it around for your biggest message. And Absolutely. it got me thinking, as you said that just walking through that stuff now that you, now that you've experienced it and the vulnerability and the hurt and the pain that God's healed you through, it's like you have the heart to help other people because you know right. what it's like. And right. so I think it's so cool that God takes our mess and just, you know, the ugly stuff, the things that people don't know about, the hidden things, and puts it on a platform to be something so beautiful. So I'm excited to just kind of see what he does with you in the next, you know, couple of years. Oh, I feel sweet. Like that's, Thank you. <laughs> that is, that's huge. Like that's something yeah. that you had to walk through and now you get to impact other people who walk through that because the truth is like someone normal could go to college and just go work for that. But I think, right. you know, because of your walk and your obedience and having faith with God through those seasons, he's yeah. going to promote you even higher to be able to help and influence those kind of people. Cause that's hard stuff. That's not stuff kind of like it's what a you wild said. Like, ride. <laughs> right. It's not something you just get healed with overnight. It's a season. It's a process. And um, thanks for sharing. That's huge. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate that response from you. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it totally it was a lot. And I, I think I'm really lucky in the fact that I was able to get access to the help I needed. And, you know, a lot of people yeah. don't get that, unfortunately. But um, it's funny because when I started graduate school out here in D.C., I did it. I did my graduate degree in forensic psychology and we had to get internships and all this stuff. And I wanted to be a federal agent. I wanted to like profile serial killers, and, like wrangle them on the street, like criminal <laughs> minds type stuff. Like That's I wanted awesome. to be like a PQ yeah. agent. Right. And so I landed in these internships just based on availability and, and, you know, the applications and stuff that had to do with sexual violence and child sex trafficking and sexual assault and all of this like stuff. And I remember being like, ugh, like, okay, yeah, I'll be good at this. This is fine. But like, I don't want to, like, this isn't really something I want to do. Like right. at the time I was so, so set on this like dream. And some of my friends are now living that dream and it like from grad school and it's so cool to see, but, um, once I kind of got into these spaces talking about thankful for things that didn't happen, 
because um, I even I applied to a few FBI internships and DEA and all this stuff. I actually worked at the marshals, the U.S. Marshals Office, doing behavioral analysis, which was amazing. But looking back, I again, like if you asked me if I thought I would be doing this, I would have laughed in your face and said that sounds terrible. But um, I'm so thankful that I ended up not getting those internships or not getting those kind of opportunities to become um, what I thought I wanted to become because now. I was able to move back to California, which is what I wanted. I, you know, I have a amazing job during the pandemic that's government, you know, government based where I don't have to worry about my um, income and things like that. And, and so, and medical insurance, like all this stuff. Right. And I get to really work with a really, a really stereotyped and incredible, interesting population um, with the Marine Corps. And so it's kind of like looking back uh, those internships that I didn't really want when I wanted these other kind of quote unquote high status ones. Um, that I didn't get. I'm so grateful that I ended up not doing those and, and landed in the ones that took me down this path where I am now. Um, yeah. It's so crazy to think about. It's just funny. Well, I'm proud of you. So much growth, honestly. Oh, and, thank you. You know, a lot of that's something that I have to reassure myself and speak life over myself is because you don't realize everything that you walk to through unless you like take a look back. Yeah. And I just think it's so important for us to just be thankful for things that didn't happen. It's good to be thankful for, you know, things that God does and things that we have, obviously, you know, Thanksgiving's around the corner, but with this whole topic, I'm like, let's just talk about things that we are glad that didn't happen. Totally. Because I feel like we forget about those moments, you know? Well, um, and in the, in the moment, it feels so painful. And right. so like, why is this happening to me? God, like why, you know? And then, so it's so, it is really helpful to look back and go, Oh my God, that was so protective. Like that was right. so, um, you know, redeeming of him to do, even though in the moment I thought that I was getting screwed over, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. I look back at stuff too. And I used to think of it as like rejection. Right. And so I think, you know, looking back at things, you know, with relationships, family, trauma, upbringing, just constant hurt and stuff like that from my past. I'm like, oh my gosh, I see it now so much clearer as it, it was protection. It wasn't rejection, you know, right, even things right. that you walk through in high school about not dating, like yeah. that was so protected for you for a purpose and for a reason. Absolutely. Um, so I love, I love it all. I thank you so much for sharing. Let's dive a little bit into your music. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I met you at my church, which is so rad. And you sing there and you just, you know, released this new song. So tell me a little bit about your heart for music and kind of just a little bit of that background. And then we'll sure. shout you out on social media. I appreciate that. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I, you know, I come from a musical family. My dad has been a musician his whole life. Um, so my my mom can carry it too. My brother's uh, completely tone deaf. So shout out to you, Reed, for having no <laughs> musical no musical gene in your body. But um, yeah, no. So my I just grew up kind of under my dad and uh, play guitar very mediocrely. But I've always been a singer. I, I always joke with people. I'm like, yeah, I've been singing since I was in the womb. And you know, I was always in choir when I was a kid. I was really really deep in choir, like very advanced choir in, in college. I mean, sorry, well actually college and high school. Um, and in college, I started writing my own stuff just for fun. I've, I've literally never wanted to be famous because, to be honest, it sounds horrible to me. But um, I do love to just share kind of – for Your me, creativity. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, and just music is all about relatability and feelings and just like the human experience, you know. So like right. that heartbreak, that pain, it's, it's actually just been – it's a very, very easy release for me to, you know, if I'm going through a horrible breakup or – I just have like something that's just, you know, so brutal going on for me to be able to write about it and put music to it. And 
and to see people react in the way that they're like, dude, this song helped me through this. Or like, I really yeah. re- relate to what you're saying and singing. And I love this. This was awesome. Like whatever, whatever it is. Um, it's just really special to say like, oh man, I like, I created that from my heart, from my deepest vulnerable feelings. And like, people are hearing that. And I don't care if it's five people or 5,000 people, you know, it's just something I do for fun and for my own kind of well-being that I think is really cool that it helps and or relates with other people. It's just, music is just such a miracle, to be honest. Yeah. And it's, it's like a worldwide universal language. And I, I think that's what I love so much about it. Um, so yeah, really, it's just me being angsty and emotional and putting that on paper and then kind of playing around with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, I love it. I listened to your new song too. And your, your personality cracks me up. I think you had posted <laughs> something and you were like, listen to it or not, but here it is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I was like, if you hate it, great. If you don't, cool. It was just fun. Here's this. Yeah. 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 That's so awesome. Well, why don't you tell us where we can find you on social media so the girls can connect with you and then, sure. um, Go ahead. Yeah. So, yep. I pretty much all of my handles across everything, but mostly Instagram, it's going to be abskeens, A-B-B-S-K-E-E-N-S. And again, my full name is Abby Keenly. Um, I should be the only one of those on Instagram and or anything else. So um, that that would be the easiest place to connect with me and find me. And I, I would love to hear any sort of, I don't know, feedback, any, any reasons yeah. to connect, any, uh, I don't know, people who need someone to talk to whatever yeah I'm, I'm completely open for any any sort of connection yeah I love that too and especially what you shared on today I feel like a lot of us girls have been through that and not and it's yeah. not really talked about a lot so for the girls listening to this podcast if this is something that you've personally walked through relating to Abby's story feel free to connect with us on social media we're on Facebook Instagram and Twitter or send um, Abby a DM we'd love to answer any questions um, that Absolutely. you may have. And I'm just excited for you, Abby. I'm excited to see things unfold and kind of be in the background and watching you grow. And <laughs> I hope you have an amazing time in Virginia on your like little mini vacay because I can hear the coffee shop. So I think that's yeah. so rad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're Sorry, fine. Everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. No, no but thank thanks you so for much. Me, Ollie. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for sharing your story. And just I'm excited to see what the next year brings for you. But yeah, um, this was this was great. I think what you're doing and what you've been doing with this podcast and specifically kind of in the, in the female realm and, and women empowerment. I think it's, I think it's amazing. And I think a lot of people are, I've seen a lot of people connecting to it and relating to it and and just loving the content you're pushing out. And uh, so I I really appreciate you allowing me to be on, but I also just, uh, I'm excited as well to see where you go, what you're doing and how this impacts um, a lot of people. Thank you so much. That means the world. Thanks, girls, for listening to our podcast today. Again, for the whole month of November, we're just going to be chatting about things that we are thankful for that did not happen. Again, our topic is called Thank You Next. So make sure you tune in, subscribe, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and stay tuned for next week.